Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League Podcast, a show hosted by LeZero, the man of a thousand rants, and Wabbit, the fan favorite. This show details the latest news in the Rocket League scene, esports results, and tips and tricks on how to get better at the game, while sometimes they'll just take a random topic and see where it takes them. Thank you all for listening, and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Rocket League podcast, uh, the show that is once again, you know, trying to uh, to veer the show into a Friday Saturday show slowly. Uh, yeah, yeah, very slowly we're doing it. Totally not very again. suddenly um, yeah. switching. It's not that I had you know, a multiple days going on. That no, no, it's not that there was a lot that was happening and uh, things just you know scheduling issues continued to happen day after day. No, it didn't happen. Hour after hour, even. No, no, not at all. We're just trying to get no. get slowly down to Friday. Uh, yeah, no, uh, yeah, we're slowly trip Friday, Saturday, you know, and then eventually mm-hmm. we do Saturday mm-hmm. live shows every week, right? That is not yeah. the wasn't that the long, you know, I, the I long feel very we're, we're hiding from the viewers and listeners. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. very nostalgic uh, in in how. Sorry, I don't know if nostalgic is the right word, but um, <laughs> like it, it's because of the fact we just you know passed episode two hundred. Mm-hmm. I feel very um, kind of, yeah, in the feels about, uh, you know, very remin- reminiscing. Okay. But, but as the song that I listened to today, um, the best is yet to come. There you go. Brian Adams. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, is that right? I have no clue. I might and the know the best if I is heard yet to come. No, that was terrible. That was not only was that terrible. That was <laughs> off pitch. In my brain, it was a very different melody is happening. I'm not singing today. That's okay. Uh, Too late. You already have. Well, that that was not singing. I don't know what it was, but uh, here we are. <laughs> Uh, I hope I hope all of you are doing well. Um, currently, I was hoping to actually, as we go through this show, as I was telling Wabs, uh, that we'll actually be playing Rock League as we're going through the show. And there's mm-hmm. certain instances that like shot, pop up because I think one of the things about our show, okay, is I like to be inventive, aka I like to find ways to play the. Sh- <laughs> Every time I I record a show, I just want to play Rock League. I, I want you to know like, <laughs> that's how that's how this show works. Okay, like I end the show and I'm like dead tired but i'm also now pumped and want to play rock league so i'm trying to incorporate that into the show but i also think with all the shows that we've done and we've always like talked about um like ways to get better and stuff i think a lot of the stuff that you you think about as a player you might lose okay uh what do you mean do you you enjoy how i'm very much uh manipulating my way into uh explaining uh why we're gonna play rock league on the show in a very i'm I'm, i love this but i want to know what you mean by the ways in which you might or the things that might be lost because i think when we're playing right when we're playing or maybe when you watch replays sometimes you have things that you observe and then you might talk about right or Mm. you have noticeable mistakes that you'll think about Mm -hmm. but the stuff that's less noticeable but if we're talking about it as we're playing we might be able to mention it Mm -hmm. right that's the type of stuff we might be able to catch if we do this, you know, but if we play the game while we're recording a show. 
Okay, I like this. And I think my favorite part about all of this is that this is a podcast. Yeah. And well, we're going <laughs> to keep talking about Rocket League as we do the podcast. Uh-huh. Well, in some ways, this like, you know, in some ways, you know, we've, we've been doing this for 200 episodes. Okay. We need to uh-huh. go experimental at some point. Okay. It's true. It's true. It's true. We have to try um, new things sometimes. It's the 200th and first, and it's time to, to try new things. We'll go back next week, probably. Uh, well, okay. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this right off the bat. <laughs> All right. Actually, before I get into the topic that I'm about to talk about, let's talk about our patrons and thank them oh, okay, okay. Uh, for providing us uh, for this beautiful, beautiful uh, show, right? Because without content. them, mm-hmm. content. Uh, by the way, uh, what was the most recent? Was it? Was it? Uh, did we do a Robin Kyle recently? I don't know if it was a Robin Kyle or like a pre show recently, but we mm-hmm. got some reactions. Let me put it that way. Okay. Uh, what well, I'm here actually in the let's go to the secret chat? Patreon chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Patreon chat that you could access if you subscribe to our Patreon. Um, okay, maybe? listen, it's mostly just snow. Okay, there's pictures of snow in Canada. All right, we haven't um, had pictures of snow in like two years. I think we should have more of those. I'll say it. But Pokemon, it was stuff about Pokemon. Okay, there you go. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, but uh, was, was it not the JRE one that we ended up mentioning at some point? What that even is that? Wow. That, was, that was that was I don't know. That was the last. No, it wasn't. It wait. It was about the last RNK, but it was actually the secret um K and T, the Kim and or Tim and Kyle uh show that happened very secretly. Prior to the Rob and Kyle show. Yeah, we are we are definitely yes. um what's the word? We are definitely going full meta here. Yeah, it's it's in it. There were a couple people that were there. It was mostly for the zero and then a couple uh, a couple people hopped in and that well, was in okay so i mean we okay. might can we go over this like <laughs> and this this uh, this show's derailed i mean this show's mostly derailed because the fact that i'm at patching uh uh-huh. 33.18 yep. gigs out of 3.18 gigs and not able to play the game to start uh-huh. the thing that we intended to do in this uh-huh. show so also, this, is, this is effective delaying to the thing that uh was originally planned i like this yeah we have a lot of effective delaying that's if, if there's <laughs> all right let me write that down that's the name of this, this episode Jeez. okay all right, effective. I don't usually write them down, but sometimes it's a good one. Effective delay. You have pen and paper, so it's. Uh, I it's, actually it's, do. Yes, I know. Uh, yep. you, if you were listening, pretty sure you'd know. Uh-huh. Um, I would say again, the, accessible to the patrons. Are you going to go? Yeah, that? yeah. Uh, which are Zodiac uh-huh. Twenty Two, Too Much Space, Chaos Maker, Space Bear, Frank, Flux, Awesomeness, Caleb, Raz, Digital Toast, Paint, Aruk, uh, your boy Hunty, and Young Slug. There you go. Heck yeah. Um, I, I don't know if like two weeks in a row. Oh, thank you. I'll paint it, by the way. I don't know if two weeks in a row I can just put topics absolute nonsense because that's what I did last <laughs> week. I like I wonder how what point they're like, OK, they're just getting wins, you know. <laughs> um, but my point was I want to I want to mention. Uh, there's like 50 things I want to mention. Oh, it's it about the secret show. The secret show that happened and wasn't there, recorded. Yeah, the, the, you know what? I I realize what like you know actual content creators. Okay, I'm an aspiring content creator or whatever that thing is in the Rocket League tech. I just have that on because uh-huh. that yep. that's just officially you know like that is just the identity of taken on now. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh-huh. No matter it doesn't matter how much we make it. Yeah, yeah. No matter no matter if our patron is successful mm-hmm. or no matter how many downs we have or don't mm-hmm. have, that is just what I am now. Okay. Yep. I'm, that, I'm not only an aspiring content creator, I'm an aspiring content creator that's been around for 200 episodes, okay? Yes. So I I think <laughs> what what that like what that means, all right, is now I, I get to be more and more smug. Um <laughs> but uh <laughs> okay. Yeah, if if anyone hasn't realized that this is going to essentially be a Robin Kyle show, but it's going to be Rocket League themed, yeah uh then then here you are okay welcome to the patreon even though this isn't the patreon um what what i was gonna say is as you were having that discussion i just like had that like brief realization you know like as people were coming in right whether it was mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. uh people from the community or like patrons and stuff yep, yep i'm like oh so this is why content creators don't say anything <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean because it's it's like i personally right if it was just me and tim right yep i have no problem like getting into other topics right Uh um or difficult topics or what have you yeah but then there's like 
No, now there's like three or four people, which it's like, I mean, there's two things to this one, you know, as, as people know, like people who have listened to our show that like Wabs and I, okay, we're not like on board and everything and the same thoughts. And I'm sure <laughs> some of the stuff I say or some of the stuff that Wabs said for, for certain types of people, they might like, that might be it. Right, they might hear mm-hmm. something we say and be like, "That's it. We're never listening to your show again." Okay, uh-huh. that's that's my feeling. Like, depending on whatever you know, life philosophy someone currently has, right? Yeah, or whatever they deeply hold in their heart, right? And so, like, while you and Tim were like, you know, ranting, essentially, I guess, I guess uh-huh. is the word to use. I'm like, one hundred percent, someone can go into this and one also not realize what kind of conversation this is because, <laughs> like, Tim and Wabs will just do this for hours upon end and not care uh-huh. um but but to be like oh oh this i i hate this guy <laughs> because because it's like it's like it's it's so what's the word if in a context where it's just you and someone else you guys can get heated and then but if you know each other like you have that relationship right yeah but when it's someone who's a content creator right and you're like oh i very much disagree with what they think and on top of it you don't just see like why they think what they think you're just you just you just happen to zoom in in the moment you know like you're 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 coming in when the when all the background information and the context is gone Mm -hmm. and it's at the very end of the conversation you know what i mean yeah and you're like oh my goodness how 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 could they be saying these things anyway uh, i feel like the bizarre thing potentially about um twitch specifically Mm -hmm. is that the content that's created is weirdly um it really has weirdly has the expectation of long form and that people are just going to be there for like the whole thing and you can just keep on talking and it's fine um and anybody who's there was probably or no wasn't probably there but it, the content like should be available to people who are there from the start to the end x number of days a week um that that's just kind of a thing it should be there if you want to like for uh, me, example, like when I was was streaming way back when, um, it was like, all right, I'm going to make something that people can enjoy pretty much regardless of when they come in and they'll enjoy it as if they had been here from the start for, uh, for as long as they're here. That was my goal. And to do that, it was like, okay, I'm playing the game and I'm talking about the game and talking about whatever topics that people want to talk about, etc. cetera. Um, mm-hmm. And that's what I was doing there for like the long form content that was hopefully... Um, and like I, I tried to make it so that it was available to people who had come in recently. But the thing is, especially if it's a topic similar to what me and Tim were having, where it's like inherently a more political topic, mm-hmm. um, then you kind of can't assume that people are just going to drop in and it's fine. Like you either have to just accept that people are coming in and that's it. And I, you know, I don't care about it. They can go back to the start or they can watch my VOD. They can do whatever else they have to do. It, to go you're putting, original. you're putting the responsibility on the person, which, you know, as yeah. adults, that should be the responsibility, you know, like if you, it should be. Cause here's the thing. If you're going to, if you're going to, um, lay judgment on someone without knowing the context of the thing that's going on. Like at the end of the day, that is, that is on you, right? Like whatever, whatever that may be, whether it's right or wrong, you know? Yeah. And it's either, it's either that where you are putting the, um, the onus on the viewer, I guess, to go back and, you know, figure out what your original point was. Okay. Original point was, um, and regardless, like, you know, just figure it out. Uh, you can either stay here long enough and know it. You can generally know from your previous knowledge of me, or you can go back to the original start of the the thing and find it out. And it's up to you to do any of those three, or you can just ignore all of the points that are being made and figure it out. Um, or you try and make something that's always available, even in a political context, to everybody and that is like never gonna work and it's kind of the catch-22 of twitch because what ends up happening is you either have um scenarios that like you're trying to explain things and you're having these political discussions that are so surface level that it's it's an it's just a non-discussion um you're not actually talking about anything real you're not doing anything and at that point like you're doing politics you're not talking about it um (laughs) or you're just being a politician and you're not a political 
Yeah, like, yeah. Right? Well, because here's the thing. It's like you, you realize there's a certain point in the conversation. I mean, it obviously depends what kind of friends you are with the person you're talking to and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. But where both the people hear the other people's talking points and mm-hmm. then the yelling match ensues. Like, I, <laughs> I just feel... And we've assumed... You just assume, like, kind of the conversation of where it's going, you know, from there. Yeah. And, um, like, you can kind of put that up for content side of it because, like, sure, that yell, people yelling at each other is quality content and that's why it's a major thing. Um, but it, part of the reason that they do that is, hey, look, it's accessible to people that are literally just coming in. You can ask, what are you yelling about? It literally doesn't matter. It's the fact that people are yelling at, at each other and people want to watch that. <laughs> So it's that's like that's what I mean by it's the te- catch twenty two of uh, political Twitch. I don't know how we got here in an, a Rocket League podcast. But no, I, I told you this is a Robin <laughs> Kyle show with Rocket League themes. Okay, we've we've already said this. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so it's it's that catch twenty two where you're either just doing content and it's like awful and it doesn't do anything because you know politics should it doesn't it doesn't work like this, but politics should be for an effort and impact for something even if it's just like potentially changing people who are on the fence's mind which again you know doesn't really exist but whatever um so everyone has their own fence i think is the bigger thing where Mm i i think i think you might associate people with things but like i think a lot of people have well one they don't have the luxury of time to think about stuff but if people have time to think about stuff i think the range of possibilities is much wider right um, uh, so what I do think you mean by I range think of possibility, like possibilities of thought. Uh, well, okay. Let uh, let me put it this way: if um, if wow, this is <laughs> this is going on our main show, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, it's I saw that bad right now. Uh, but I think when people say that, like they're a fence sitter, I think what that usually means, right? Mm-hmm. In a lot of contexts, is they probably have like a certain you know, worldview. Oh, nice pass. Uh, <laughs> that um, already, right? They have certain like precepts they live by or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's one of those things where there's certain things they probably, when they're, they say on their other side, there's just like things they haven't thought about, right? So like things they are willing to change their mind about, right? I guess mm-hmm. that's what it means, right? It's like you still have your core self right? Yeah. Like who yeah. you are and what your current beliefs are. But there might be certain things that you don't either don't care really deeply enough or just literally have never looked into. And those would be the things that you would possibly have the ability to um, be a fence sitter on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. I get, okay. I don't know if I actually agree with you, but I get what you're saying. Um, oh no, this is, this is one of those. Um, I mean, I do this a lot and you know, for, for better or worse, but this is one of those. Um, what's the called? find the middle ground points you ever uh-huh. know those <laughs> yep defense center uh, points uh, <laughs> uh defense center points yeah. <laughs> no the, the point of this is to say that this could be a possibility but i have not thought about what i said enough to then fully be like do i do i believe that or is this a reasonable thing to say to give further perspective what i'm doing yes. is winding perspective as opposed to necessarily um I don't know having having a, a solid sound argument as to as to that if that makes sense. Uh, I I think it makes sense. Um, I don't know. If, okay, so the reason that I don't necessarily think I agree with it is that it's a fence sitter argument about being a fence sitter, um, which I, I think is just hilarious. Um, <laughs> but the actual wow, reason, what are you accusing me of? <laughs> uh, the actual reason that I don't think it works is that because of the content um aspect of like you know we're talking about politics so the content aspects of politics um people are just gonna choose the person that either they like more or they assume is gonna align with their political beliefs Mm. uh, regardless so you don't actually i almost said that um you don't actually have uh an unbiased view even if you haven't had prior thoughts on it, because you're going to create the bias just by who's speaking. So if you like the person, you will therefore more yep. likely agree or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I get what you mean. And I think there's a another reason that it doesn't work. Um, it's that content is content that has to be searched, and whether it's searched by the person or searched by an algorithm, algorithm, it's irrelevant. 
Um, so the fact that content has to be searched means that, hey, look, they're only searching for something that they probably already have a prior opinion on. Um, so, you know, like the algorithm is going to do that for you. Clearly, we all know that. But people are going to be looking for things that are similar to things that they've already talked about or things that they already do have opinions on. Right. So mm-hmm. that, that's what I mean, uh, where especially in this uh, like content politics world that we live in. Um, <laughs> that, that should be the definition that that could be a whole robin kyle show content the idea of content politics you know i, I know that's it, it, beautiful anyway. um i can't believe i got that pinch they got the worst pinch i've ever seen just gonna explain it and it just went in the net i was covering all of the shot and it pinched in and i'm very mad uh, <laughs> and with that um, unless Bob's, you still have some thoughts on it there um i know i did have thoughts on it and it it wasn't done earlier, but I forgot what where we were to start. And no worries. Um, what I we'll continue I, this I, in the future, Robin Kyle. If you want more, yes. Of this. <laughs> there's there's your preview. Um, and what I like to call effectively delaying uh, the show uh, so that we can get into the Rocket League. And Wabs, what are we going to talk about in Rocket League? Are you ready for it? Oh, let me. Can know. you guess it? Um, is it about the game that we're playing right now or is it about the potential things that are happening in six days as of recording? Uh, no, no, six days of recording. We're going to have another show up before the actual uh, Oh, we major. are going to have it. Okay, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Friday. We're, yeah, we're I probably going to have it on Tuesday. Um, <laughs> so we'll have another preview show out. But no, I was going to say, let's talk about effective delaying. <laughs> oh, we're going to talk about in effective Rocky delaying? <laughs> okay, okay. I like this. Do you like what I did there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, I, I, I I think a lot of times, like when you're playing the game, um, and let, let, let's put it this way: this is our first game that we just jumped into right away. Mm-hmm. Um, we had no effective delaying. We've been mindlessly trying to hit the ball. But yeah. I, I think one of those things that is very difficult in, in the game, especially in twos, maybe not as much in twos, but definitely in threes, mm-hmm. um, is knowing when to slow down play. Right? Like you know when you like uh, you shadow right uh, mm-hmm. shadow defense. Um, I think a lot of time or, or you have the ball and like, you don't speed it up. You like go for the, you know, low 50. Right. Um, I think uh, one of the hardest things in this game is knowing when it's best to do so and not to do so, because especially when you're playing with randoms, I find you slowing the game down in itself, even Mm -hmm. if it's the right play against the opponents, even if you confuse your opponents, if you confuse your own teammates too much, Mm -hmm. then it's a bad play, you know, like, like Mm -hmm. that's one of those things that I, I feel like you tend to have. A difficult time within this game yeah like people um uh, not you yes. maybe you but, but potentially <laughs> um what i uh actually like about this is that this is related to something that i had solidified i guess mm-hmm. like two days ago um i knew about it but you know i've not actually wasn't actively thinking about it i think i was p- potentially positioning around it but i was doing so badly mm-hmm. um and the the thing that I'm about to say is like literally what you're talking about, but not from the perspective of the delayer, but the one who's on the teammate or is the teammate of the one that's doing the delay, mm-hmm. um, where the person that's second, especially if you're in twos, like the, the second player, um, you have to recognize as the your teammate is going for the ball, whether or not they're going for a solo player or a, um, mm. a team player. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And the thing about that you is get my that poetry staffs for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing about that recognition is that you have to be able to see um, what they are, what they're uh, able to do. Um, not in terms of like, hey, look, there can they physically hit this ball? Granted, in lower ranks, that is a fair thing to be thinking about. Um, but just like, if your teammate has the ball on the wall and nice pass um teammate has the ball on the on the wall and they are uh getting a controlling touch on it you're sitting there being like all right they they hit it up slightly and they have a really good first touch on it what are they probably going to do here the first guess should be a solo play in something like that scenario granted it's going to change based on scenarios of course but um it you would expect in like a, a c3 through and higher um, spot that the person who gets a good touch like that has a controlling touch has a um, ability to do something with it. The ability to do something is going to do something with it. They're going to go and hit the ball again at the very least once. Um, so you have to assume that that's going to happen. 
And if that's the case, then you can't be positioned for a pass. You can't position forward for a pass. You can't even go beside the ball. You actually have to go well behind the ball um, and be ready for a 50. And that's that's the biggest thing about being that that second man, where if your teammate's going for a solo play, you let them do a solo play because solo plays usually end with a 50 um, and you position for it. You have to be ready for your teammate to get a 50 to do something. Like our teammate or our opponents right there um, <laughs> is, is a really good example that I Oh, I wish you could you could have seen you you listener you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great, 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 great uh, audio listening game. <laughs> um, where what actually? No, no. To, to that opponent, like literally right there. Um, there was a moment where someone positioned. Um, sorry, where where I just saw like like when does defense break down? It's usually in those moments when someone goes to say, "Oh, like I'm going to go in position to go for a pass," right? Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. It's not the time to do it because they're, yeah. you know, you're ready for your, you know, air dribble or whatever you're about to do. Yeah, they're going for a, they're going for a, um, what's the word? Uh, going for a solo play, and that's that's the only condition. Sorry. Um, <laughs> crazy save. Uh, <laughs> when bar crossbar in, I'm happy about it, and then I just absolutely deked the zero. They missed the open net. It's oh fine. Goodness. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, um, yeah, we can talk about the game, but like not about the game. You know what? <laughs> you get what I mean? Uh, radio broadcast. Radio broadcast. Uh, <laughs> so because of what's happening there, because of the uh, like the thing of is my teammate going for a solo play? Is my t- uh, teammate going for a pass? You have to recognize what the abilities of your teammate are, what the uh, the positioning of them and the ball allows for, what the positioning of the opponents allow for even. Um, because if they're ready for a 50, then you have to be ready for a 50. If they're getting a straight up dunk, you turn around. If your teammate is unchallenged, then you can start pushing up a little bit and be ready for a 50 that goes further. Um, so, so you have to kind of play around all of that stuff. Uh, maybe even begin to get ready for a pass uh, if they're if your teammate's given that much space. But you have to be positioned around solo play or not solo play. Wow, I'm so sad I missed that snipe. Um, and that's going to be your your biggest thing and your biggest focus for. I want to say like most of <laughs> most of the grind uh, for a very long time. That is the second level of good positioning um i I think i would want to say we're like you know level one is just go in a circle go back post (laughs) make sure you're going cross level two is looking at your your teammate and deciding whether or not they're going for a solo player or going for a pass and you you have to be able to recognize their ability um what can happen from it what's available that type of stuff because that's the next level up I think. And I think with all that, we can now understand why, like, you know, when I started getting better at this game, Wabs, um, you know, actively, it felt like Wabs, like, was always one step ahead. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think this, you know, conversation that we just have now is it really, you know, what's the word, exemplifies or, or really shows why Wabs, in fact, has been so far ahead of the game. It's because he had to play with me that much, you know? And, <laughs> like, I'm so inconsistent sometimes, right? Like, sometimes you're getting triple flip resets, right? And sometimes uh-huh. you're getting me missing the ball 20 times in a row, right? Yeah. And yeah. Wabs expects all those things beforehand. And I think that's really the, the you know, the reason Wabs has been such a high level as he has. Yeah. The, the big thing is pre- prepping fault. for all of them and then recognizing, um, yeah, no, it's all on you. My, my skill level's on you 100%. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's recognizing your teammates what they can do and then you know always prepping for worst case scenario if it's i say worst case scenario but i don't actually mean worst case scenario i mean like worst case scenario that is not completely giving up the game because um, mm-hmm. if you're just sitting in net and doing nothing you're, you're doing nothing you know we yeah, it's know one that. of those things is you expect <laughs> you expect what's well, kind of tough to say but it's like you kind of expect your team to lose 50s or like I don't actually want to say that. Well, no, no, it's that's not right because if you're doing that, then you're actively making it harder for your team to have any pressure on the other team, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're you're actively giving up. um, What's the word? Potential. Potential, right? Like control, control and potential, which is also important parts of the game. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think more than anything, uh, yeah, it's one of those. uh, Oh wow. It's one of those difficult things. Uh, sorry, I, I'm kind of losing where we were. What, what, what were we talking about? 
this is what happens when I play the game and I'm super tired. Uh, I yeah. don't know if you're trying to go towards the um, like you have to play for potential, but also be ready for like the. Yeah, the th- that's things. a weird one. That's a weird one, right? Because like essentially, as the high level you play, the the more risky you can get because you just have more and more trust of your teammates. Yep. But I think at the same time, like especially in games like if you have teammates that you've had for a while you can probably mm-hmm. tell when they're not playing their best right yeah and so probably your your play might change depending on whether they're playing their best or not but that's really mm-hmm. tough because at the highest levels you know you're playing in teams that will punish you if you're yep. if you're giving them too much space right mm-hmm. and you also have to keep in mind like this is literally what we were talking about with uh with prof like a couple what is that months back now like a month month or something um yeah. where that's how decision making and like that large scale game plan of pro pro play is like that's what what they're doing they're deciding deciding who is playing well who's on who's who's going to be our pop-off player and then we'll just decide our entire game plan around that and uh you know enable you um and that's that's our game plan it's enabling the player who's playing really well um, is that crazy though? Like it, it's insane. It can't, but, but you understand why? Because they play the sheer amount of the games that they play, right? Mm-hmm. Um, means that it's it's impossible for someone to be playing at the top of their game continuously, right? And in theory, yep. when you're on a pro team, you have three players that can all pop off, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have three players that on the their day, like yeah, some people might play back, or some two might be more like aggressive, mm-hmm. but if you know one of the players is not fulfilling the role that they usually fulfill the best that they can, mm-hmm. you have to completely change how you play because of it. You know? Yeah. As a, a three squad, like it has to be completely different because of how like those minute th- uh, differences of the slight quality of play based on like day-to-day changes. Like it's so much that's going on and that's the you know that's the highest level thing um because they're so used to each other's play and because they know exactly when somebody's playing wrong they can literally tell each other when it's like oh wait no you're actually are playing insanely well or and it's like it's just a mental thing like yeah just keep on doing exactly what you're doing we'll get through it or um they'll tell you that it's bad and <laughs> like you as a team you as an individual you you know that when that's happening and you know what you have to do to uh to prepare for that and you know like because you've practiced it you you know how to be you know how to be a good teammate in the pro level but in a lower level um and by that i mean like ssl and lower um you have to you, you don't have that you don't have that um, experience with each other you don't have that knowledge of how each other plays when uh somebody's like slightly off you don't have like that very very specific and it kind of exact knowledge of the level of play that's available based on the teammates and how they're playing on that specific day you you don't have that um but you do have a different thing that's going on which is like way above me and i don't know how to be aware of it but kind of falling into rotations based off the abilities that you expect of your opponents going way back to the thing of okay is this a solo player is this a 50 right like back to that we're now in a spot where we can talk about plays that people who are listening to this podcast uh can go for um and that's that's the whole thing it's uh it's gonna change and you know level level one is go in a circle and grab some boost on the way go back post um level two i want to say is uh what i said earlier and the whole thing with just like knowing what the abilities of your teammates are and whether or not they're going for a solo player or 50 and positioning around that because that's the most important thing above that is above me well i'll I'll get there when i get to ssl i'll start talking yeah, about there that you go. yeah maybe i'll go <laughs> more yeah yeah because we'll okay, go to level three eventually t- here's the tough thing too like i think a lot and what i mean a lot i mean a lot of pro slash ssl players are intuitive players right Mm-hmm. Um, if you, if I'm wondering you take, if it's true just because of how much replay analysis they do. Uh, so I guess my argument is they're naturally intuitive players as opposed to now they've actually trained and now, now you start yeah, training okay. it together. Yep. But, um, I think what my point is, is mm-hmm. that they can't explain it. Uh, I think yes. a lot of these pros wouldn't be able to explain it. They wouldn't and those be, who yeah. can explain it wouldn't necessarily be able to do it. And that's why mm-hmm. you need coaches. Um, yeah. But uh, it's one, it's one of those things as well as um, 
this is where I'm curious about like system based strategies, right? Where you. Oh my goodness, go Wabs. Mm-hmm. Sorry, one of the best strategies Wabs and I has is I get in a rule. <laughs> And then, and then all of a sudden the skill levels is equalized and so now there's a chance. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, yeah, I, I think one of those things, because like, I, I remember we were talking with, like when we were talking with Prof, we were talking about like system-based mm-hmm. strategies where like certain teams will just have a system because they have a system. Like a mm-hmm. bad system. What, it's, it's an adage in sports, like a bad system is better than no system, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, I, I guess I guess it kind of makes sense where like you want everyone kind of having an idea of what they should be doing, um, but it it is extremely difficult. Like it's very hard to compare this game to a lot of traditional sports because some of the tempo. And what I mean, like people are intuitive, right? Like what I'm meaning as well is like there's so much reaction, right? There's mm-hmm. so much stuff that you're doing so quickly that it's it's like within your bones as opposed to like. Yep, you know muscle memory that you've trained. I mean, it is muscle memory you've trained for a long time, but like the reaction and the how quick you're doing those things, it's probably a lot faster than this, even some of the sports reactions that you're seeing, right? Uh, uh, yeah, sure, okay. Like, okay, cool. Well, I, I don't care how good you are, how aggressive you are. the The amount of uh well, maybe maybe it's tough, maybe it's tough to compare it to sports because then, like, as soon as you're getting into sports, you're getting to, there's like a whole physical side of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. That like you're not really dealing with in Rock League. You know? Yep. It's just the of, the twitch like, reaction versus the whole body reaction. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, whole yeah. whole sciences are behind that. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if I think... hasn't been able to tell, he's he's definitely saving me this episode because I'm <laughs> I go on a thought and I've lost it like halfway yep. through. Yep. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> Uh, I think what you're getting to with that is the whole thing um, just about like uh, flow state, right? Because mm-hmm. flow state isn't just doing the muscle memory and having the muscle memory down and ingrained and doing it consistently and can blah, blah, blah. You do it over and over, you get the muscle memory. Um, because granted, you don't really think about muscle memory, but it's like deeper than that because you just want to not be thinking at all. Uh, in a way and that's the level of intuition that's like everybody who's played rocket league um for i don't know i want to say like 20 hours maybe 100 hours knows this um you you know where you are you know what's going on you know how to hit the ball and you're good and you know you might not be doing things correctly you might be doing things like you know at a plat level at a gold level maybe even lower um but you're still doing things kind of intuitively uh, just because you don't have the time to think like you don't that's the that's one of the whole points of rocket league you have five minutes per game and you have less than half a second per decision um if you even have that much time and if it, fe- it feels longer because like the more you play the longer it feels right but it's your perception as opposed to like the actual speed of the game changing sometimes yeah because mm-hmm. the game's going faster now than it ever did when I was in, you know, mm-hmm. silver, right? Yep. <laughs> but it, but it's not, it's not actually. Sorry, but my ability to perceive it's so much better that it feels slower. Uh, yes, yeah. And this is a reference now to. Uh, okay, I, I don't know. Did you? Did you? This is gonna be way off topic. Uh, <laughs> did you? Did you watch any of the new like cyberpunk uh, anime or whatever? Um, I think I watched the first episode. You don't have to know anything about it. Okay. The point is there's a skeleton suit that could make you like, I know that time. much. Yep. Really? Yep. <laughs> okay. And it's like, what's the difference between that and time travel? Right. And that's what I'm thinking of with this example. Right. It's like, it's, it's mm. not that the, the time is actually slowing down. It's just our yeah. ability to perceive it. And because you're so predictable, because you've, you have so much experience with the game, mm-hmm. you're able to continuously predict things that are going to happen way better. So it feels yeah. slower. Right. Yeah. But it's just that you're like you it's so ingrained in you in some ways, right? All all those things are so ingrained in you. That's mm-hmm. wow, that's dumb. Uh <laughs> that uh that you you have so little thinking to do, you know, it's like yes to perceive where the ball's gonna go next. And so I mean that's that's why essentially like when you move up in level is always the hardest, because you kind of have to rewire your brain as to mm-hmm. how how things are going to go now, right? Like what are things to, you know, speaking of things to expect, mm-hmm. the things to expect are not ingrained in your brain, right? Yeah. Or or the list of all possibilities of what you see in the game, right? 
mm-hmm. like the the list of all the possible things you see exponents do in the game um, is ingrained in your brain yet. So you can't you can't get like going back to our earlier conversation, right? You can't start predicting those things uh, until you actually play at that level for long enough to then it then it it's not only incorporated. Oh, I saw it once. It's like oh no, I've seen someone try this like a hundred times. So now it's a thing that I can expect recently, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and I guess to make this a little bit more clear, the reason yeah. that things feel faster as you go up um, is because you, it's not that you're, you're thinking less. Like I, I say it like you don't want to think blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, we have our, our fun things that we say, um, but <laughs> you know, brain off head empty. Uh <laughs> And that's that's fine. Um, it, it works because you know it's kind of like experiential. You know what I'm saying when I'm saying it because you've probably experienced it yourself. But it's not because you're not thinking. Um, it's not because you're doing like no thoughts and you're just whatever. Uh, you're just hitting the ball because you're hitting the ball. It's that you're thinking about the things that you have to think about, and you're thinking about them at the right time. Mm. Um, and the thing about this is as you go up, the thing that you have, like the things you have to think about become less and become slightly farther apart, but they become more important at each and every one of them. Um, so, you know, if I'm, how did I miss a flip? Uh, if I'm in bronze or literally just picked up the game for the first time, I'm thinking about literally every single thing. I have to figure out how to turn. I have to figure out how to jump. I have to figure out how to press a ball cam to look. I have to figure out what the ball is doing, what the opponents can do, like literally every single thing on the field and off the field. I have to think about that. And that's really hard. So things go real fast because I have no idea what's happening Um, because, you know, you don't know the game. But as you go up, you start to think about things less. You start to think about your car control less because, you know, you flip forward and you're probably going to land as long as you're not holding forward for too long. Um, if I drive up the wall with a certain amount of boost and I know I can hit the ball with this amount of boost in this way, and that's fine. But like all these things start to become a ingrained part that is muscle memory that you don't have to think about because it's just a thing that you do. Um, all of that's happening and you're not thinking about it because there's no reason for you to think about it. If you think about it, you have to actually think about the individual movements and that's not worth it because now you're expending brain power on those things again. And that's, you don't want to do that. You want to think about where everybody is. You want to think about what's available to you. What you want to think about the amount of boost that you have specifically and the amount of boost that the opponents are probably having. What are the opponents and my teammates able to do in this moment? Where do I have to be for the 50? There are so many other things that are more important to do. And you're doing them at slightly longer intervals. You're doing them slightly less often, but they're more, more impactful things. Um, so that's the whole, the whole notion of like brain off head empty. You're still thinking. You're just thinking about the right things at the right time because you're thinking at the, about the 50 when you're already positioned for the 50. You're thinking is about... This, um, yes. mm-hmm. Yeah, is this like Shapiro we've been on here? Uh, like... You know that feeling where like you're in a game sometimes and you feel like you can just stop and it's like totally fine. Um, and I think that comes with like you need to be at a certain level and a certain experience, but where you just realize that all the things that you usually require in a game that's challenging you, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It's it's not like this is like the best way to play, like, you know, slow down or whatever, but it's there's like a feeling where I'm just like doing very little but I feel still very comfortable in the game. Uh, yeah. Do, do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to say with that? Because like, I think mm. that happens to a lot of, and I think what it's, what it, what it means is just that you've realized the capabilities of of all the people in the game in some ways, mm-hmm. right? And you know that you are still good enough to react and get to something. Uh, like they're not going to surprise you, and so because of the because of that, you are so comfortable that you stop doing all those things that you've been like working on, you know, like perfect boost management and you know, using all, you know, turning perfectly and all those things. You don't have to use any of that because you just are like, Oh no, like no matter what they do, you can't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, that like, you can't surprise me thing. Um, it also does come up with like, you know, are you able to read the level that the opponents are doing? Um, 
and is what you're expecting to happen what's happening that's also part of it because you know as you get better than what you're expecting to happen happens it also happens when you're lower because like you know you're expecting your opponents to miss and they miss uh, <laughs> so that stuff goes on all of this is happening and you're just kind of um you're just vibing like you don't really have to do it right and it's great because you don't have but, to like do i'm it. always curious because like you know it's so tough as you you move up in this game because like you want to force the game you want to be the one like making changes mm-hmm. um but just being part of the natural flow of the game might be the right thing sometimes and that's like hard to do yeah just be yeah. like you i'm gonna get 20 points this game but this is the right thing because of the circumstances of this game mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's uh it's like we talked about last time or not last time but a, a while ago with the uh um the questions corner um i think it was chaos that asked it mm-hmm. uh like which game mode has the most uh do points have the most um most similar thing to like effect on the game or skill yeah yeah, yeah. threes it doesn't twos it kind of does but even still it, like it doesn't really and the reason is that you can just be positioned correctly and be in a spot where you're watching things happen and you're just in the right spot to wait and your teammates just turning and you know what they're turning fine it doesn't really matter that they're turning you don't have to necessarily get saves because your opponents aren't getting anything it's it doesn't matter you're just playing um and you're still doing things correctly you're still doing things that you know don't it doesn't matter if you're you're hitting the ball or you're doing things uh, like doing fancy mechanics and getting goals. It's just you're you're playing the game, you're playing it right, and that's all you have to do. Yeah. Right. Um. I yeah. I think I think we're gonna try to do one more game. See if we can get a win here. By the way, okay. as we've been talking, we've lost every game, uh, uh-huh. which has a surprise me because my brain has been thinking about providing you with amazing audio content yes, as yes. opposed to winning the game. Yes. Um. But if I, uh, there's definitely no effect of delaying. I don't think I've like. <laughs> Listen, every time I've slowed down the the, the game, this game has been to air dribble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like specifically to do mechanic. Oh my goodness. Oh, free pass. Oh wait, you know what? Okay, we have two minute, two thirty on the clock. We're down five. Dude, if we hunger down, could we win this? Uh I'm gonna say no. Yeah, just because of the skill level of the opponent, naturally. Yep. Uh but I also don't yeah. really care. I'm I'm here to play the game and and talk with you. So I could not care less what the scoreline ends up being. I'm honestly practicing mechanics more than I'm <laughs> more than I'm playing Rocket League effectively. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, yeah. No. But, but yeah, in general, I think I think we've covered a couple of good topics here. And it's been mm-hmm. I, we don't always you know cover just like oh you know Rocket League tings. Yeah, this is say, like right? uh, an advanced to beginners corner. It's an like, intermediates corner that we've been talking. Uh, there's about. like part of me that's like that kind of level um, becomes so much harder with this game, right? Because you know, it you have to have an appreciation of like how good you have to be to actually implement the more complicated things. Like if you, if you never get to the level mechanically of doing certain things, like you're gonna get stuck at some point, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like no, no matter what happens, the person that um, has mastered like all the mechanics, shall mm-hmm. we say, right, or is mm-hmm. or is way more consistent, right? Does a lot of the things right and is able to do them. Like the thing that he that the person decides to do, they do. Mm-hmm. That person can learn. Okay, let let me adapt to like my teammate. Like you know, going back to the other stuff we've been talking. About, like let me adapt to my teammate. Let me adapt to all those things. Right. Mm-hmm. That that isn't as hard in general as putting in the time to be able to do the you know all the things consistently right and well and when you want to do them more precisely right like i, th- I think if 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 you get to a point where you can execute the ideas that are in your brain mm-hmm. well the the training your brain of like what you should be doing or not doing in those situations is i think a little easier than actually putting in the hours <laughs> to do that I don't know if I agree. Um, I think we it's have good, talked about this. I don't know this. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I want to say that it boiled down to um, yeah, what do we say? What mechanics we say are better. Also? Mechanics are easier to. to I always think like, it me- makes sense. Mechanics right? are easier to learn for sure, but I, I think I think mm. what I mean by that is less of um, difficulty 
And it's more the persistence part, if that makes sense. Like, I, I think that's what I'm boiling it down to, right? It's just like to to be at a certain level of consistency mm-hmm. is a lot of effort as opposed to necessarily new learn skill, right? Or, 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 you know, making a breakthrough, shall we say? Um, I don't know if that. Yeah. That okay. I, I can kind of take that, but again, I, I don't think, um, it depends on who you are as a person. I'll be honest. And oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's going to be my answer to this, even though it's like really annoying. And the reason that I say that is that it depends on if you're the type of person to analyze and overthink and go through your replays and do all of that, or if you're the type of person. And like I talk about this as like your natural thing. Uh, what are you naturally going to be doing? What do you want to be doing? What do you have fun doing? And what's the thing that you like are mm-hmm. are just you're not thinking you're doing? Um, what why I say that it's up to the person is that some people are going to like, like they're, they're going to just enjoy doing mechanics and repeating the same process over and over again until they learn the thing, i.e. you earlier on when you just learned how to do flip resets or air dribbles, right? Like you just, once I have those two down, it was good. I'm like, I, you just grind them out because you grinded them out. Yeah, That's yeah. it. Um, and you did that cause you liked it and that was it. Um, but for me, uh, you could say that like I'm the more more thoughty player. I've, I've put more thought into it when I was uh, earlier for sure, and you know the the game knowledge was the reason that I was I was where I was, and that was it. Um, and like I don't think you'd be wrong to say that. Um, but the big difference, I guess, and the reason that neither of those is an objectively better way um, is that. In the end, we both have to do the other. You have yeah, to think, you and I to, have to do the mechanics. Able to do both. Yep. Yeah. So the the big thing that's the effort is doing the thing you don't want to do. Mm, if you enjoy doing the point. mechanics, then you have to actually put the effort into going through the uh, going through your replays and thinking about where you are on the field that might allow you to use those mechanics. If you enjoy going over the field and you enjoy knowing what's happening, you enjoy the. Um, the more uh, what's what's the word? Um, in, not intelligent, but it is. Well, that's, that's the idea. At least you think you're intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's why I'm not not intelligent. But yes, I, of course I do. Uh, <laughs> the more analytical, the more like thoughts I, I, I'm thinking academic, right now. I'm in the right spot. I, that's the one academic, the academic nature of the game. Um, then hey, look, you actually have to put the time into use your position. You're not doing anything if you're in the right spot and you can't do anything with it. If you can't, I don't know, if you're uh, like what SS or not SSL, if you're like GC1, um, even at the lowest, and you're given a spot where you should or could get an air, air dribble and you just can't, you just give it back to the opponents. Hey, look, you did nothing with the ball and it's just free possession for them. They're probably going to score on you in a couple minutes. Um, just straight up. You can be in the perfect spot every single time. And you, if you can't do your basic mechanics that are very hard, then like passing it to Wabs in yep. front of the net. Precisely. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Against juicy players. <laughs> then you're just not going to be able to do anything. Um, and it's, so that's what I mean by like, it's the exact same scenario. It literally does not matter which, which side you're, you're on because it ends up at the same spot. There are super and positional you have to diamonds. learn both or else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing to get better. You have to learn both. That's the, the big point. Um, you have to do the things that you don't want to do. And the thing that you want, don't want to do is exactly the thing you're not doing right now. <laughs> there are super rotational diamonds that know everything about the game and can't do anything and can't do anything. And there are super mechanical diamonds who can do everything in the game, but don't know how to get in a position to do anything. Um, and it's the exact same problem on the flip side of the coin. So you have to do the other thing. And and I think that's the more important one. And that's where the actual effort is going to come through because stuff you don't want to do. It's the stuff you don't want to do. Yeah. You have to eat your vegetables yeah. basically. <laughs> It's a long rant to say that you have to eat your vegetables, but I'm uh, I think I'm happy with it. <laughs> it's good. It's good. No, we we we've been missing some rants, dude. You know, uh, <laughs> Today is all rants. It's a it's a wild rant day. Is, yeah, I thought 200 was wild. This is uh, <laughs> something else. This, it, um, this feels like kind of the opposite of 200. I'll be honest. Well, you can't say we're not flipping the script. You know. Yeah. You can't, you can't say. Yeah. 
or <laughs> we're like season seven of a, a show, you know, it's like, OK, yeah, people are going to hate us. But if we keep the same thing, they're going to start leaving us anyway. We switch it up. We switch it up. But regardless of what people want and what people like, we switch it up. I mean, the, the golden rules just do what you want to do. And this is what I want to do. So, it, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. because it, regardless if I did something that I want to do or someone else wanted to do. Mm-hmm. uh it probably have the same uh that, that's how, that's how i go about this podcasting but <laughs> probably have about you know the same results so i might uh-huh. as well enjoy the I thing wanna, that i'm doing yeah <laughs> yeah as opposed to do the thing that i think would work but won't end up working you know yep <laughs> that's beautiful you have uh, any other discussions for us right now uh no we're gonna close the show out as soon as this game is done uh, all right we have one minute and 20 19 seconds plus thing we can all right all right all right all right actually well okay you know what we can do we can finish the game uh (laughs) but we can think of our homework for the week all right oh okay okay give us a sign off Um, uh the sign off yeah do eat your vegetables i'm gonna say it you know what that's good i like that in real life and in rocket league nothing else no no no, nothing else just eat your vegetables you take it however you you want okay you know exactly what i mean (laughs) yeah that's it yeah Eat your vegetables, and uh, I don't know what. Do, what do you want to do for the last minute? Um, for the last minute, I like to uh, direct everyone. Um, I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh well, I might as well yeah announce this as if like we're gonna do we're gonna do that Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone would like to be featured with a um, I don't know a uh, Grinch stole Christmas reading or um, a a song singing a song of their choice or playing Ooh, an yes. instrument of uh-huh. a song of their choice anything um, themed around anything holidays. audio <laughs> anything that's audio, audio themed and... around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. You, you can uh you does can it even have free. to be uh holiday themed because like kind of up to yeah you. yeah if it, it doesn't have to be even that holiday theme yeah uh anything anything that would at least make sense though okay i don't okay, need okay. how it does have to be thematic all right fine. i don't need i don't need uh what's the word Nightmare Before Christmas is entirely on board. I'm saying it right now. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> but but it it's still in you know. It's themed. Regards. It's themed. That's the it's level themed. of theme we're going for. Okay, but it can't be like okay, like you know. Get... <sighs> now I'm thinking. There's the new Wednesday show, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm like, Christmas episodes count. Uh, if it's a Christmas, <laughs> well, I, but I don't know how. What would you do in audio form? You know, that's the question. All right. Uh, anybody want to do their best impression? The dance, do of... do the Wednesday dance <laughs> in audio form. <laughs> the audio form of the Wednesday dance is perfect. Uh, anybody want to do their best ex- uh, impression of is it George Costanza's dad doing Festivus for the rest of us? Up, up to you. Take your pick. You, yeah. So start. Uh, if you actually have an idea that you are serious about, let me know, <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll set up um, some kind of way to submit said things yes yeah yeah and that'll be coming in a month less yeah because because what will happen eventually uh i don't i guess after the major we'll do an episode of the major and then mm-hmm. there'll be like a little bit of a we like to do a break and just release that episode that's mm-hmm. kind of a nice way to do it because i will tend to be traveling somewhere yes. so i mean traveling relative all right but um just not in a situation i mean and and it's nice you know uh, my sister's coming back home. Yeah, it's not uh, the most so record- recordable, um, recordable scenario. And setup. Yeah, so, yeah. There you go. All yeah. right, everyone. Have yeah, very general go. plan for the next couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll see y'all next time. Next time to preview the land. Yeah. Peace. Bye.
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yep. Thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a $0.25 a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 